by I birth, you're Na- Naomi, Naomi, Naomi Paul. Paul. How, how long have, were you married ago? Uh, God, 20 years. And you just haven't been married since? You just kind of chill out? No, are you kidding? Who needs that aggravation? God, you're so funny. <laughs> You're the you're we're, we might go viral, Naomi. If I if I ask the right fucking questions, man, and, and and we get some clips out of this, because I don't know if you've ever been broadcast to the world in this fashion. Because everybody, all of us, love you, because we know who you are for your honesty and your truth. But man, you know, some of my fans, they're like they've only seen you at shows. You know, they're finally gonna get to like you see. I'm gonna ask you every day. I ask you how you feel about what's currently happening in the world, all that kind of stuff. Give me your honest answer. Doesn't matter. COVID, all that shit, because you were a nurse. Are you still a nurse? Uh, no, I dropped the designation. You, you're right? Okay. Yeah, I retired. Like, because uh, you can gave, carry that I in, right? Li- I gave my life to it. I think that was enough. Yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, what, I, 40 I, years? Yeah, well, long, I graduated in 1970. Ooh. And I took yeah, a few I years off my kids. Yeah, I was looking after the same kid, I think. I think I so. Was, I was 20 years with a guy that was given two weeks to live. No way. Honestly. Yeah. And then you just became his nurse, and then you just kept pushing through. Yeah. I was assigned uh, to work five days a week, eight hours. Went in. He was supremely depressed. And I discovered I had uh, been at a school that one of his friends had been at. And his mother told me what happened, that his best friend had died of the same disease. So he was sent home to die. So, of course, you're not quite... Uh, as happy as you should be, right? So I actually got him back to school. What? That spring. What does uh, that feel like to watch somebody who's given two weeks to live start pushing through? Um, it's the reason I went into nursing. Wow, cool. Wow, you that's know, such like, a real honest answer, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I, uh, I went into palliative care. I lost, um, I've been dealing with death since I was a child. Okay? Yeah. My grandfather died, and I was about five years old, I guess. And in those days, we didn't have funeral homes. So what would happen? You had a parlor. Oh, yeah, yeah. The bodies were laid out in the parlor, and my cousin and I went in, and we opened his eyes. Oh, We opened our grandfather, (laughs) and we couldn't get their eyes closed, eyes closed. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. I remember both of us panicking. Of course you can panic. We touched grandpa's eyes, and now they're open. (laughs) Are you, are you still in there, Grandpa? Grimps! Grimps is in there! He's looking right at us! He's frozen! See, that kind of stuff as a kid, man. Or even as a teenager would have been a fucking hoot. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, like, that was my first experience at five. Man, my, that's... Okay. And, of okay. course, you have... Like, I lived in the country, so you have cats, dogs. Where did you, you grow know, up? In the Gasway Peninsula. Where's that? Oh my gas gas pay gas pay so it's some sort of east you know, coast thing you know where um quebec yeah. comes down the great big loop labrador sure into the saint lawrence river yeah, and yeah. then you have it come out again into a big peninsula amazing above new brunswick okay wow and that's where i was on the south shore on the bay de chaleur when i went to high school we used to watch whales i didn't know surface. new brunswick was so french only when I moved there that I really... It's, it's the first language. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. that. I didn't yeah. know New Brunswick was French. I thought New Brunswick was like really maritime, but it's a French maritime. Yeah. What, what's their name? The, the the French with the star on the flag. What's that called? Oh, that's uh, their... Um, <laughs> I can't remember. Put me, they put me on the... <laughs> 
Of course I can't remember. Of course we can't remember. You know what I'm talking about because <laughs> they're all over the... Of course. Does anybody in the room know the name? Mostly the around Kishibukwak, Baktouche. Acadian. Acadian. The French yeah. with the star. Yes. The Acadian. Yes. yes. If you've ever driven past the East Coast... Uh, yeah. uh, Canada. Okay, wait. I, we've already started, but our guest today, <laughs> if you've been listening for the last five minutes, I'll just ramble because we're stoners, is <laughs> Naomi Poli. Uh, she is a Toronto cannabis legend, activist, uh, advocate. Man, I could literally give you a list of who she is to all of us, but we know her <laughs> as the coolest older stoner we've ever met in our lives. Okay. (laughs) To to 95% of people, you never meet anybody over 45, let alone someone who's now like, what, in your late fifties? I'm 70. You're 70 years old, right? I'm going to be 73. I've known you for 13 years. So in my head, you're always like 60, like 59 (laughs) or something. No, no, I'm old. (laughs) You're, you're getting, you're getting actually old now. Yeah. When I met you, you were just older. I'm in that danger group. Yeah, you're you're the danger group. You're in the danger group for COVID. How does that feel? It feels like there's a whole bunch of idiots that are out there wearing masks when they're outside and driving their cars. Okay, that's pretty funny, right? Masks to me are just wash your hands. Wash your friggin' hands. Yeah, that's coming from a nurse. You're a like, nurse. You're a, you, you, you were a nurse the, for like I put four a years. mask on and I touch my face more, more than I ever did. When you're a nurse and you're wearing a mask, your hands are busy, okay? But when you're out walking or in a store and you feel that and you're like, <laughs> like you're always pulling it down. Or like I pull or, it around my nose constantly. Yeah. I'm always touching it. And yeah. it is around the nose because that's where it gets yep. irritating and weird. And that's where all your infection comes from. You wore through. a mask for years. No. Only in certain situations. situations. Okay. And when you wore the mask in that situation, what was it mainly for? It was to protect a sterile environment. To try to keep it as clean as possible. Of course, because if you're not wearing a mask, you're talking, there's a bunch of shit going out of your mouth. But you're wearing hands, like sterile gloves, and you're taught how to put them on so you don't contaminate them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're taught how to put a mask on so you don't contaminate. What What is it? Like a string thing? Is it like... Well, you do the mask before you do anything, right? It goes on. Then you wash your hands. Oh, fuck. Okay, that makes right? sense. You go into the operating room and people dress you when you get in there. And they put the gloves on for you. But when you're working in the community, you put your own gloves on, you put your own mask, you know. But I was with, like, I was a family member after 20 years. Of working with the same Same. Family. Five days a week, I arrived there at 7 o'clock. They call you Naomi. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Being a nurse in today's culture, and you see everybody wearing masks, and now you're like saying it's silly because it doesn't really prevent anything. Everyone's touching their face anyway. I wore masks in sterile situations. That makes sense. That's what they're made for. Um, and and you're in the danger group. Do you, mm-hmm. did, did anything change well, in your day-to-day? No, no, not at all. I insisted that we still have people in the house. Shut My up. daughter freaked. Like, you just wash your hands and you're coming in. My house is big enough that I don't have to worry about you sneezing in my face. No kidding. And, you know, if I, and, and the way that I feel, this is a virus from the cold genus, right? Okay. From the common cold. And they haven't cured the friggin' common cold. And we don't have a vaccine for the common cold. So, how do they figure they're going to get one for COVID 20? Like, I went through SARS. I we were, yeah, SARS on. was great. We were all around for SARS. Yeah, what happened to the second wave after the SARS concert? Do you yeah, remember what the that? Fuck <laughs> now the Rolling Stones 
The Rolling Stones rocked it right out of the fuck. Get the fuck out of here. You fucking H1N1. That's what we have to do. This is what we have to do with COVID-20, I guess, is have another big blast of concert. I'm okay with that shit. (laughs) I was really young when H1N1 was around. (laughs) Actually, uh, I learned that uh, Chris from Sofa King. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he was hospitalized for that. No. See, nothing funny about that shit. No. But I was uh, traveling on TTC, going in and dealing with somebody on a ventilator. Man, that's wild. So, During the whole H1N1 thing. Yeah. How long yeah. did that last? you guys remember how long H1N1 lasted? That was a few months. A couple months? Yeah, yeah. But there was no <coughs> lockdown. There was nothing of that. No, just people know. wearing masks once in a while. Like, there wasn't yeah. even that much. No. <laughs> do you think it's a... Do you well, think, personally... Do you, do you think it's part of, like, the... I think fear? it's a, it's I think the the earth just needed a cleansing myself. And this is its natural way of yeah, doing it. Just natural way of like <laughs> how fucking cool of an idea is that? Well, to me like Morgan said whether like whether me. it started from a lab or whatever, whatever. it it happened. Yeah, yeah. And it's a testimony of how uh, people who travel <laughs> bring their bugs with them. <laughs> yeah, isn't that wild? <laughs> it, that's like one of the oldest things in history is people crossing yeah. the Atlantic or crossing yeah. the Pacific and yeah. bringing their disease yeah. and tuberculosis yeah, 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 killed so half the natives in North America. Right, didn't those know? guys yeah, basic and, and that's Smallpox. Smallpox. There you go. Yeah, they they infected blankets. Oh my God! And, and gave them away to the Indians, yet the natives. How could they do that? Because avarice. Yeah. yeah, it's all money, money, money. Even this is money. You know who's making all the money off of this? The mask makers. <laughs> mask makers. The billionaires who have who, all the who, people. Who, 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 yeah, they, oh, yeah, they own everything. And, and the, man. And the and the television, like all the television service providers. Ugh. I've had. I've got Crave. I've, I've got, got it all right now. I know. That's so funny. I've got I, it all. I went back and got shit that I deleted just so I can watch South Park and shit. That's so fucking funny that you just said that. Oh my god, Naomi, I got it all. Wow, man. You, you know. Because it's I, been like, mind you, the weather has been so nice that I've been spending most of my time outside. But then I'm up all night watching okay. all these programs. Have you been? Have you been? seeing what's going on on the internet with a, there's a lot of like mixed propaganda misinformation stuff oh, that turns God. out to be true some stuff is wacky and yeah. way out there and then stuff stuff you're like kind of believable you're like yeah probably yeah like right now the hot topic is not just okay we can stay on the covid just for a second okay mm-hmm. but it's the okay okay the covid conspiracy sure okay fine but but it's that the covid was released so that we could uh mandatory vaccines how do you feel about vaccines should they be mandatory we're, like you said we're not going to cure it no. You, you said we can't even cure the common cold. We're definitely not going to cure this new fucking just <laughs> happened thing. Not the common cold that's been around forever. Yeah. We can't even cure that shit because it's so hard because it's constantly changing. Everybody knows that. Um, so what do you think is going to actually happen? I think people who smoke a lot of weed are better protected. I know. Isn't that wild? <laughs> there was actually a report you know, that came out. You know why? Because there's a, a, a virus that came from the tobacco plant. It's called the tobacco mosaic virus. And it is has infected our cannabis plants here in southern Ontario. It's no. almost endemic, okay? Really? Yes. And did you know that the, the lab in Montreal is studying the tobacco plant, certain components of the tobacco plant? Great. And I do believe it's that TM, tomato, tomato mosaic virus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tobacco, yeah. Mo- like it's a TMV. Yeah, okay. And it is, they use it. To protect the crops and the people in the poor countries that can't afford 
to vaccinate their people. Shut up. Okay. That's why, and it's in the tobacco plant. Yes, and in the cannabis plant. So we are protected against, like, if you ever get a cold. No, I don't, I, I, don't, never I never get, get that shit. I'm not even a healthy person. I don't, I don't even eat shit that. All the yeah, time. I don't even like, shit. I, like, if I can avoid exercise. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I'm like, man, I don't exercise. In the wintertime, I get some sniffles. I get some sniffles <laughs> yeah. once in a while. You know, because well, like, you know. Well, that's because the furnace just turned on and, yeah. and all the dust came out. You God, know? how funny yeah. is that, you know? You know, Man, I get dry. I get dry. I think that's the sickest I get is literally I get dry. Yeah. Like my face is dry. You're kind of yeah, itchy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like I don't get sick. I don't get like, you know, you see like people with like towels oh, on there. I and like, I just I can't flu. go to work. I, oh, I don't no get way. the flu. I don't get. I, I, I've actually, I don't think I've ever gotten the flu. People are always like, ah, oh, you never got the flu. This is the flu. But I never got never the flu. Never had the flu. Like, <laughs> and I think I do believe it's because our immune system is so bolstered. No, I'm kidding. By this all this crazy all little time. plant that should have been in our diet. Oh, Did you man. know back in the 40s, um, the uh, rich, rich Americans, the uh, who was the one that robbed the bank with the, the black guys? Uh, Hearst. The Hearst William, family, William, 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 William Hearst, Hearst yeah, yeah. who had this uh, paper empire and newspapers and yeah, you know, magazines, newspapers. All that shit. Yeah. And his uh, company was being undermined by hemp. Hemp makes a better paper, is cheaper, makes clothes. So that's why he villainizes and he everything. He made hemp illegal. And what a his jerk. brother-in-law was married. Like, uh, there's a whole connection with the CIA, with the FBI. Was the head of the FBI at the it's time. It's wild that weed has come so far. Even. Yeah. Even with all the fucking rich elite fucks trying their hardest to shut it up. Yeah. Just so many people smoking on a, on a home quiet basis that yes. they know deep diet. Like this isn't the thing that they're telling mm-hmm. us. Honestly, weed is one of the things that opens you up into the idea that the government is probably lying to you about certain things. Oh when gosh. I was like 14, well, 15, we started smoking pot. As a nurse, yeah. okay, I was lied to supremely. Like, uh, and uh, the uh, marijuana madness, like that. Uh, yeah, you were rushed up in that shit. Oh, God. Like, what, 60s like, and 70s, right? Yeah. Oh, that was in the 60s, 50s and 60s that those movies came out. Like, the Reefer Madness. Reefer Madness, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, like, that what, 56 like, or yeah. something like that. God. And so what, what happened was when I went into nursing, some of my fellow nurses were smoking Cannabis. Shut up. What year is this? This is in 1967. 1967. I've seen that picture. Yeah, in the 60s was when cannabis was big, right? It started to come into the forefront. How big is it in the 60s? It was at every party. No. Okay. So, in 1970, I went to Morocco. (laughs) Cool. I worked for a bit to earn enough money. I went to land Greece when did the the tour, you know. Sure, of course. I uh, got into Morocco and smoked joint a joint for the first time. Like just a straight up cannabis joint. Yeah. 19 what? Uh 19 this would be about 70 um 71. Wow, about. amazing. In Europe. And your first in joint. Morocco. Oh, that's wow. And Morocco. <laughs> that's so funny. I was got didn't get high at all. Not at all, because I shared the joint with the guy that sold it to us, and my girlfriend had no effect because I smoked cigarettes. 
Really? Yeah, cigarettes get you really high. If you, you remember. smoke a cigarette quick enough, you're getting wrecked. Oh, man. God. The first time you smoke a cigarette, it's yeah. the worst feeling in the yeah, world. Yeah, what is that? Like Overpowering, cute, like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. That's high. Yeah, you're high on something. You're high on <laughs> yeah. tobacco. It's like when, you're, when you went around the pool So you've been smoking times. natural Canadian tobacco or yeah. at that time you, you're out there. Okay. Yeah, so I was smoking and I was, at that point, I had been into the jetains, which are that French and the Greek cigarettes. What are jetains? You've never had a jetain? No, oh my no. God. are they wild? Never had a French cigarette? No, no. Is the it really black skinny? black tobacco, yeah, and black tobacco no. and the black Turkish tobacco. No. You, you want your- It'll little, wreck you? Yes. So this was like my normal, like <laughs> oh smoking. Oh right? so funny. So that joint had nothing on me. So they gave me my own joint. Wow. And then we went and had a bite to eat. Chris gets hungry. And then we went on this Do you bus. remember what you ate? Uh, yes, I had uh, tagine. What's that? It's uh, a Jamaican uh, dish uh, with uh, a certain spice. It's made in a, it's vegetables and rice. It's like really, it's a nice really little tasty. bowl of stuff. Yeah, really, really tasty. Okay? Holy shit. 1971, Morocco, I climb Jamaican on this food. bus. I wasn't quite in Morocco yet. I was okay. in Rabat. Like, and we crossed had to go across the border and I was in this bus and we had to go through the streets of this uh, pre-Jesus town. Okay. Cool. <laughs> it gave me chills. I'm like, cool. I can't, oh my God. <laughs> and the streets are narrow, narrow and you've got this bus going through and Come the on. people part, right? And let the bus through. Well, Naomi gets high as a kite and greens out while on this bus no. and i had to barf out the window oh, and God. these people are standing there looking up and i'm like whoa feeding, <laughs> feeding birds <laughs> <laughs> you're fucked <fun. laughs> and that's the truth <laughs> then i thought oh <laughs> fresh cooked meal <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's so fucking wild, man. What a good first weed story. I fed the birds. Oh what? God. Yeah, listen to the story. Yeah. And as we go, like there's this my girlfriend wanted a uh we sat in our own window seats, okay? Because we wanted window seats. Because this bus had chickens on it and everything. Wow. Go to you name it. And as we got to the border. Everybody was searched except for the people sitting next to the white tourists. Okay. Which was Jane and myself. Okay. You guys didn't get searched? No. They just assumed you guys are too white? And the person next to us is a little old lady with the fattest ass I've ever seen in my life. Okay. So. (laughs) That's the funniest. After we get through the border, she comes comes to her stop and she gets up and she thanks me thanks me thanks me and her pants are loaded with contraband no like way. she's got like all this stuff no wonder she had a fat ass you know kidding. she's just stuffed <laughs> with stuff just walking but, oh yeah rice and everything else that she couldn't get in, in across the border in morocco but she got it in in the uh what the Spanish. fuck is going on in morocco that people are like man that's wild there's no little town, and they're living way out in God knows where, right? Holy so, shit. The so that was are wild. Right? Yeah, it was crazy time. Right? So, and when, so how old are you here? Like 20-something? I was, yeah, 20, uh, 23. 23. You're yeah. in Morocco, 70s. Yeah. What's, well, what's my girlfriend, who is blonde. Yeah. Okay. 
We got propositioned by many people. We'll oh, take you home. No way. <laughs> Meet your wife. No. <laughs> oh, no, we're good. We just want to get high and eat Jamaican food. <laughs> yes, I learned quite a bit about cannabis on that trip. Okay, so you come back to Canada after that? Yeah, but uh, we made, watch these guys. Um, they had uh, paid for their traveling by sending product back to the U.S. And they had bought this little jewelry chest and took all the leather off of it, all the studs, carved all the sides out, and filled it all back in with hash they made. Oh, amazing. While we were there watching them do it. They bought, you know how they did it? was so primitive, but so friggin' effective. It was unreal. They bought, <clears throat> I think, probably about a pound of weed. Yeah. And they had a big cauldron. Like a literal cauldron. Yeah, a literal Metal, cauldron. Metal, big. Yeah. And had it <laughs> on the fire. Yeah. It was constantly going, constantly being fed. They put the weed in there, and then they put a board and bricks on top of it. Wow, just to keep the heat in. Heat, and just kept heating it and keeping it, pounding it and pounding it, and they came out with sheets and formed it to fit into the sections of this thing and then poured a bottle of incense in and made it look like the stopper came off. Come on. And sent it back to the States. Filled with all kinds of stuff from Morocco, like clothing, like little, you know. They'd done the same thing earlier with slippers and carved the leather out, the heel, and yeah. the sole, and replaced it with hash. That's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. You know, people got those by mistake. Somebody must have got one by mistake in history and just those opened guys, up like, and been like. Oh. Well, those guys were off, went off to India and the girl that were she they were with her name was Brooke. I met her again in uh, Rome. This uh, is the same kind of trip. Yeah, same same. I was over. I was over there for three months. So. So you got to go around. Got yeah. to see some Europe. What's Europe like in uh, in the seventies? Uh, Southern France was. Uh, shall I say their morals were non-existent? <laughs> so it was just a wild time. Yeah, well, we it was really funny, though. Uh, we went, they had this big fair going on, this little town that we stopped for the night. And they had bumper cars. Amazing. And we, they were going around and around these bumper We got on there and started slamming each yeah, other. Yeah, whacking. And they were like, they never done that. They did not know that that's what bumper cars were supposed They just to thought be. it was like a little traffic game. Yeah, you just go yeah, around. Yeah, just go around. No, you got to hit each other. That's right. <laughs> These Americans, you're like, I'm Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I probably speak French. Did you speak French growing up? Yeah, yeah. Of course you did. So, like, well, some. Like, uh, it was, enough that you could, if you went yeah, to France, I, and they were like, well, I, I had to speak French to pass through high school. Of so, course, New Brunswick yeah. area, uh, Quebec. So, <laughs> Holy Christ. <laughs> hey, oh, no, but did I, you continue smoking weed after that? Yeah. Yeah, when I got back to Montreal. It just became part of your life? Like, you know, you picked yeah. up some weed? Well, it was more of a party thing. Like, if I... Because I drank... I was a drinker, right? Everybody drank in that time. Drank and time. so it was usually, like, frat parties and stuff like that. Sure, of and, course. Um, we'd go over and... Are you already in nursing school? Is that what you went, like, as no, a No, I person? was... After I graduated, I worked at a couple of hospitals and... Um, then earned enough money to buy my ticket and head over. Shut so, up. So. Mm -hmm. 
then had to wire my father to send me more. <laughs> yeah, of course. Three months, you're like, hey, you guys send me some loot. What's that like in the 70s getting somebody to wire you money? It's because oh, you have to. Well, they have to wire to the bank. It's like an electric transfer, but it's but like, like at that time, so, yeah. It's so the like the bank would confirm with the other bank that the money yeah. was fine, that it was going yeah. to come yeah. in, and that they were safe yeah. to release it to you. Yeah. So what you'd go to the bank and you'd ask the teller, "Hey, I need to yeah. get a, the, a money transfer." And the the teller that I spoke to, I met him later that night. No, I was I was in um, uh, arcade. Yeah. And I was playing this game, and I didn't realize how good I was. Nice. I kept racking up free, like, I, I don't know how many free games I had. Just I was over just, and over, just having a great just, time. It was like pinball, right? Oh, my God. Like, no, like, I was a pinball wizard. And I looked up, and I was surrounded by people watching. Just watching you kick ass. Yeah, and I was just ding, ding. And, of course, then I lost my concentration. Yeah, especially so, eyes on you. Especially Jesus. when I looked up and it was the teller from the bank like, <laughs> who happened to be a really good looking guy. Right? He's impressed. Like, I was impressed with your wire today, but no. <laughs> oh my God, Naomi. What kind of trippy life did you live in your 20s, man? Oh, uh, I had fun. I didn't have kids until my 30s. So. Shut up. I know. And then I asked yeah. you about how long you've been divorced and you were like 20 years. I was like, you never had a marriage after that? Like, what are you, crazy? No, I've had relationships. But relationships are fine. Yeah. But yeah, you never got married again, eh? That's so no, funny. No, no, no. I don't need. know what the hell you said, but you said something so funny. Like, who needs I that think kind that of aggravation? Yeah, who needs that kind of <laughs> yeah, aggravation? Yeah. That's you the know. funniest word you get, because that's what it is. Marriage is love, but it's also well, aggravating as fuck. Well, if you... If you think about it, the the joy is a child, right? Oh man, you know the that's part. that's a big reward. You know, Danielle and I are very honest about each other because we'll get into yeah. a fight and we'll be like, "Man, you know, fuck, this would have been way worse if we didn't have kids." Now, because yeah. now that you have kids, you make sure you stop, yeah, so that you don't affect the child. Because we really love Aaliyah together yeah. and we share that, yeah. Because you can feel it if you go past this point as a couple and you keep fighting past this, yeah, it's it, going to affect the kid. Because Aaliyah's yeah. already creeping into the room or she'll say, hey, hey, like, stop. We're not even fighting. We're just getting loud or something. Yeah. And she'll say, stop. And we got to stop because because yeah. uh, I came from an abusive childhood where I, people were always yelling and fighting. Oh, hitting. God, that was natural and normal. Like, Man, I asked my mom and dad who do not condone hitting yeah. anymore why they hit us. Mm. And they're literally so honest nowadays. They're like, I, we did not know better. Do Everyone hit their kids. Do you get any parenting classes? Come on. Man, they never the most important job in the world. <laughs> they and they never get one class about it. I think they give kids like a baby to look after for 24 hours. Like that's going to train them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> you and my dad are about the same age. My dad uh -huh. is 69. Okay. And he grew up in Europe. You're, what was it, 70? 72. 72. So you're a little yeah. older than my yeah. dad. But you grew up here in Canada. Yeah. And, and, and you're saying even when you were a kid, People hit their kids. No problem. Oh God, yes. Right? Abuse. Nobody ever thought it was abuse. You just hit your kid. Keep it yeah. on the line. Yeah. Like of course, the there's a beating, and then there's a beating. Like there's of a course, spanking. sometimes went really far. And then some there's way. a beating. You know. But yeah, it, we saw people get beat in the church. Like other kids' parents. Just of course, not stop inside the head. Dude, catching belts, like pulling off a belt and hitting the kid, and the kid's kind of running away where he does that yeah. little leap every couple feet every time you hit him. And they, yeah, man, like, and nowadays you could never oh, do that. Lord. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you Imagine. reach for your belt and look Imagine everybody. reaching for your belt. Like, everybody just people. Got, everybody got their cell phone up just there. Just whipping the kid. Holy <laughs> shit. That'd be fucking wild, hey, man. Hey, do you want freedom in your life? You know, if you don't want the kid anymore, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Holy shit, that made me the like, hardest I've laughed on this whole podcast ever. Oh my god, man. It's getting kind of troublesome. This kid's getting kind of troublesome. Yeah, yeah. We'll go to church tomorrow and hit him in front of everybody. Though he'll be out of our hair in two weeks. Yeah. Then we can go on that vacation we've been on. Oh, opening that'll up. be nice, sweetie. Yeah, hit him hard. Make sure he does that little weird squeal thing. Yeah, leave a mark. Oh, God. <laughs> Gotta get social services here. Who the hell is calling me? It's my mom. Oh, that's so funny. She, I told her I was going to come by today to pick uh, up some, some mail. And it's 820. She's like, why does Mike? <laughs> okay, Mike. but wait. So let's stay on track, man. Okay, so... We, man, I have a, you're such a good storyteller that I wish I I wish <laughs> I could just ask you more questions forever. I'm gonna roll another day. How it we met? How we met? Okay, how did we met through just underground, getting yeah. high together, people being there? I, I was at your very first stand up. God, that is not wild to think of. Okay, so I do stand up uh, in the city. You were 17 years old. I was just getting out of high school. Yeah. So I was eight. I was 17 going on 18. Yeah, and it's the it's the um, it's like December January kind of time. Yeah. And the underground is just starting to get going. I think I had done two or three little open mics. This was my first like set. A lot of my yeah. friends are there. Man, see, the kind of thing that you guys remember is me as a teenager. Yes. Which is wild because I'm a 30-year-old man now. <laughs> I know. It just blows me away. But you there was a kid. time where I was just a kid. <laughs> I know. Where people would be like, I'd have to sneak into these venues because I was so young. But they'd be like, oh, he's a comedian. It's cool. Let him in. Let him in. And I'd be this teenager. I used to go back to high school and tell my friends. I went to this underground comedy club where people were smoking weed. And people were like, no, you didn't. And I'd be like, <laughs> Yeah, I did. I, I, we can go. Yeah, yeah. And then I'd show up with my friends at the hotbox and we wouldn't be let in because I, I didn't understand the game that mm. when I'm a comic, I was allowed in. But if I was just a teenage kid coming yeah. in with his friends, not allowed in. So I couldn't actually, man, we got kicked out of Vapor Central so many times. Okay. <laughs> like you started smoking weed in the 70s, yes. late 60s. It was so different then. Can you speak to the quality? <laughs> Has the quality come a long way? Well, I do miss certain original strains of course okay like i um acapulco gold legendary you know like all the, movies you know what was uh, acapulco gold can you can you give me something that where where like a flavor or an idea or something well, that you didn't, so nothing tastes cushy then because we didn't there was no it's all outdoorsy like purple kush is what started the whole shebang when do you Kush, start right? seeing purple Kush? like in the early 90s uh actually uh when josh was living at my house wow wild and we i was given a mother really yes <laughs> from cool. the original pk Woo! uh loretta uh do you know uh loretta from montreal no, I'd have to see her face. Okay, well, Loretta is an activist. She's in the LGBT alphabet community. Very nice. And she was one of the original activists from there and transferred over to cannabis. And uh, she worked at um, High Times in Montreal. She managed it, actually. Well, she, I think it was she that gave me the clone, like the mother, and then Josh cloned it. And uh, still grows to this day. Yep. Still yep. grows to this day. Okay. And and that Kush flavor, did that change where weed went after that? Every, I don't know what it is about men. Yeah. But they always want the new and improved. Yeah. So they keep mixing them. And to, we, I 
can you find a pure purple Kush anymore? No way. No. They'll lie to no. you and tell you that it is, but yeah, it hasn't but it been ain't. for a while. No, yeah, it's not. And it's like I'm trying to find a like confidential. Yeah, that's a rare nice weed. That's a that's a and nice a, one. That's like I'm into like the heavy indicas. Yeah, of course. I'm pain control, right? Of course. So. I like I don't really get high anymore. Of course not. You know, for me to get high, uh, I usually need a balloon. <laughs> yeah, a balloon. Yeah, no, okay. Do you remember me, okay. Shane? Were you at Shane King's memorial? Yeah, I did. I hosted it. I even yeah, did the whole thing. Remember? I did. I was like a tear felt like yeah. we we were all wacky on that uh, night. Man. Do you remember I did the tutorial of how to do a balloon? Yeah, so that you didn't burn your nut, your neck yeah. and stuff with the ice cold air yes, that was coming yeah, up. Do not yeah. do a dry hit yeah. of nitrous and stuff. <laughs> we were having all we had some balloons that night there was mushrooms and acid flying oh, around everything i've never honor been to of a shame yeah i had never <laughs> been to a better memorial in my life are you doing you're hosting tonight okay well here's two grams of mushrooms two tabs of acid uh you're gonna have to do dabs live on stage and you're gonna break into tears because it's such an emotional we I, I remember instead of having a moment of silence we did the moment of uh loud and yelling yeah. and having yeah. fun and yeah because it was so much fun yeah. and you know we fuck naomi holy shit Man, there's we, lots of history. There's so, so much, much history, history of weed. Okay, yeah. wait, I gotta stay on track because I'm really bad with this stuff. So you have to be, we cover a little bit of when you start smoking weed, your first couple of big trips in Europe. Okay, okay, so you come back to Canada, the quality of weed, you miss some of the old school strains. Yeah. L.A. Boom, that's such a good uh, one. Like Montreal was mostly hash. Okay? Montreal was, was mostly hash. Mostly hash. Uh, Where was this stuff coming from? Did everybody know? Because it was it was it, it came Canadian? from it came from. Halifax from yeah, the yeah. soldiers that were stationed in Afghanistan Dude, and Lebanon. Dude, how fucking and, funny is that yeah. shit? And they would bring it into the sailors would bring it into the port or Gagetown. What's Gagetown? Gagetown, New Brunswick, where there's been. a big military oh, okay. base there, yeah, where yeah. all the guys in the uh, like Marines and such, the soldiers would so that's go where into, they stay. They would fly back into there, and they were never searched. Of course not. Until they found <laughs> just tons somebody and tons. screwed up, and uh, it was discovered that they were importing all kinds of that gold leaf. <laughs> somebody got greedy. Somebody yeah. didn't want to let somebody in, and yep. they ratted them out. You got it. Weak or links. somebody with a woman. Yeah, that happens. Eh? Isn't that funny? It's usually the bitches that turn them in. Okay? Oh, you don't want to let me have a bigger cut or some shit? I'm going to call the fucking food. Man, you're so funny, Naomi, because there's this like politically correct shit and like women are never supposed to. But you're like, nah, you know how it is. Mike greeted just as much as I do. It was probably yeah. a sour partner, a divorce. Somebody wanted more money oh, yeah. for something. It's true, though. It's because, a revenge move. It's man, what it is. It's when a revenge we sold, move. Okay, so we sold a lot of weed in my neighborhood, which was the big thing growing mm -hmm. up as a teenager. Some guys sold coke, some guys sold crack even. Yep. That's how high it even gets into because that's just how it starts. Start with weed. That weed is the gateway drug seller. Not the drug for using, no. but the drug selling for sure. You just start with weed and then you end up selling other yeah, things. Because you can make more you don't you, make money off of weed. You don't really. make money off weed and uh, the hours of work are very random for weed where if you sell coke and crack, you can sell for like two hours, make your whole fucking cut, yeah. turn off your phone, and then be gone until tomorrow. Yeah. And be fine. You know, that there's a yeah. big trade-off for that. As long as you don't use it, you can make tons of money. You were around for so many drug 
ups and downs. You were around for the weed craze of the 70s, for the crack of the 80s. Never did it. Never did it. Never did it. When did you, because nobody Actually, starts I with did. acid, would but you, you were around. Would you believe my first mushroom trip? I was in my 40s. No. See, I was but that's in cool. my that's 40s. Cool. Actually, when I started to go to Harvest, holy shit! That's when I, I every year at Harvest, I tried a new drug. Yeah, so much fun. So well, like in my, I started in my forties, right? Wow. So I had a lot of kitchen up. To yeah, you're like, well, maybe we'll start with three <laughs> the first year. Like I love cocoa puffs. Like I don't do them all the time, but if I'm at festivals, and somebody will pass you a cocoa puff, nobody's well, gonna say no, nothing. No, I have them spe specifically rolled in my puff. at a festival to give yes. you that extra little boost yes. of a. I don't do acid anymore because my I'm at 72. My brain isn't as rugged as you know. I might like maybe try a quarter. Like I have that. Man, you know? I can't wait till I'm 72 and I'm just like, I've ha I've done my drugs. I'm good. I'll do my little secret cocoa split no, no, no. fucking. I, I still will do uh, oh a, my God. An, a line of coke. I'll do a line of Can I, ketamine. I was going to say, I'm going to give people who are listening, if you don't know what a cocoa split is, because you and I are very yeah. knowledgeable, knowledgeable yeah, drug yeah. users. Cocoa split is such a cocoa split is where you take a little bit of cocaine and you dust it into a joint with uh, right on top, right into your mm -hmm. weed, and you directly roll it into that joint. Yeah. It's not a, you know, you don't put it in a grinder and break it up. You have to dust it mm -hmm. in right into the joint. You don't waste any. It is an incredible high. I am not saying that you should do it, but if in your Naomi's case and you're like in your seventies and, and you're and you're dancing and your pain is oh, overcoming man. your oh, joy. Oh man, a so, cocoa splits go way yeah. up. We used to do this at okay, so when and, we were and teenagers. A K will work nicely too. <laughs> man, harvest is wild though, okay? Harvest is wild. It's hard on your nose. It's yeah, it it's is. really that's hard how people I, that, I'm convinced that's how people do crack. Because you start with cocaine, you do it for so long that your nose so it's yeah. getting so full by like two, three in the morning, they can't do it anymore. Where you're literally talking like this, yeah, you've yeah. lost all that. You're like, we have to keep getting high, and your sinuses are fried. Your sinuses are fried, but yeah. your throat is fine, and you start smoking it. There is no way that that is yeah. not how you start smoking crack. Is, is that well, you probably. love cocaine so much? Well, you know? the reason that all those drugs became popular, like uh, the Molly and everything else, oh, is yeah. because tobacco. If you smoke weed, it, you're too easily caught. Yeah, because of, of the smell. Yeah, yeah. So just, people at, at the bars want it a little bit better hit than what alcohol, and alcohol is too friggin' expensive. So you want to so be funny. high, so you'll take whatever is available. Man, you could take a small amount of Molly and make yeah. your whole night better. Yeah, but you can't. Like it would be so much better to be able to smoke weed. Of course. You know, and then you can enjoy the music. You're not going to have a rowdy crowd outside having God, I fights. I love that we smoke weed. You, you and know? I smoke weed pretty openly in public. Yeah, like, I always have. Like uh, you, yeah. you cannot not do that. When I go to <laughs> hotels now, I'll ask if I'm waiting for somebody in the yeah. lobby, I'll roll my joint in the lobby because you can. I've seen someone yeah. roll tobacco once in the lobby and in my head forever. It's legal. It's perfectly legal. You can't yeah. say anything. I'm rolling say. my joint to go smoke outside. Yeah. There is nothing legal against that. They, 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 just wait till mushrooms become illegal. Oh man, right? Yeah, it's not even that far they're, away. They're, they're making it legal for uh, terminally ill. I might die soon. <laughs> yeah, you might die soon. You're like, hey, oh, I'm 72. Are there we right all now. terminal? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a condition of a being a human? <laughs> I'm 72. How much longer do you need me to be human for before I'm terminal, you fucks? Oh my God, I love mushrooms. I actually love acid still more now, but I didn't do acid until I was in my like. Uh, late teens uh, i but, got i was given a bad batch like, yeah you know, uh, if, if well, you're given a bad batch it's like what am i doing here i feel yeah, gross ugh. 
So, so I always, I've always had good astrochips, but I always had mushrooms for years. I've been having mushrooms since I was like 14. In grade nine, we tried mushrooms on a trip to the zoo and nobody told anybody but the kids on mushrooms. So we all kind of just, Oh, you that'd know, be so much fun. It was the best Do trip Ripley's. we left. Do oh, Ripley's, yeah. believe it or not. Oh, we just, I took a bus down, <laughs> a 420 bus down to uh, Niagara. It wasn't on 420. I charged everybody. 420s. God, that's really fun. Okay, so it was 80 bucks, but you got... 420s. All, you got uh, five uh, joints rolled. That's pretty good. For, well, for the average yeah. person, it's pretty good. And uh, all your pop and uh, chips and everything was free. It was all provided on the trip. We had fruit bowling on the bus. Fruit bowling. Yeah, we had bowling pins, and you had to use avocados and bananas <laughs> <laughs> and oranges down the aisle. To try to knock down, and we also had. This is a time when buckets were. Uh, wow! Remember buckets, the buckets? Man. People would try to get me to do buckets at the underground of vapor. I couldn't do it. Well, uh, the guy that uh, started the bucket thing, he Eric Wood. Eric Wood. And he did he die? No. No, no. He moved up up north. Eric Wood. Yeah. I didn't know Eric Wood. Yeah, he was. Anyways, Eric had the bucket brigade. And if you did a bucket, and he would load it with, oh, my God, weed and then hash and then oil. Just to wreck you. And just to wreck you. And you had, he'd fill it and the big bucket. Yeah. Big plastic container. Yeah, of course, big always. One two-liter pop bottle. Thing. Yeah. And he'd pull it up and it filled with smoke and you had to drop that in one breath. And then, no way. And then you were given a T-shirt. Like, I don't know how many t-shirts I have. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah, I don't think we ever really gave those t-shirts away. Nobody was doing those one. We gave Are like five to Naomi, I think. <laughs> well, we had a bucket going up and down in this bus. I could never do I that. Bought, I bought an ounce of hash to go in the buckets, okay? <laughs> we had a good time. So we an get down ounce there. ounce of hash. I had a range. you have hash on you? Yes, I do. Okay, we'll smoke some hash, too. You'll be our first guest that smokes hash. Yeah. You know, you're the first prepared guest. Look at these fucking not you didn't just bring hash. You brought like a fucking half ounce. <laughs> Anyways, we uh were Wow. Um what were we talking about? On the bus, yeah. We're talking about a bus of so hash we, users. <laughs> when when I was younger I could organize like anything. Like I knew uh, I'd been in many bus trips before where they handed you a, a handful of weed. Here, here's your weed. <laughs> and then you're like, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> what do you have here? Uh, well, this you is... You have two uh, little rocks. Well, we're not going to smoke those because those are probably your favorite. Is, um, Holy Christ, look at that. It's like Red Seal. What is yeah. that? Plastic? Oh, man. Tricky. This oh. is blonde. Uh, this is one of the Moroccan or I think this is probably Lebanese or something. Blonde hash. Yeah. And this is a local. Just a local pressed hashes. Yeah. I can't get it. I got it. Wow, what a rock. Man, that you one you kind of have to shave. Oh. Man, you're the best. You guys, yeah. you guys smoke hash on a regular at your place? Oh, I haven't seen these. Well, we do have a a, uh, a dabbing station. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You need a dabbing every, station. In every house. house should have a dabbing station. Honestly, so. man, it's good for the whole family. Keep that family <laughs> docile as fuck. Yep. Okay. Look at your three little balls. I'm actually going to keep those there. Oh, my God. 
We'll do some local hash because it's probably the easiest one to reference. Okay. Well, that was produced by a friend of mine, um, Frig. Of course, his name escapes me. We couldn't even think of Acadia. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I expect to think. <laughs> you know, it'd be better. Well, what do you got? You got to. Here, just take a chunk of this. You sure? Yeah. This yeah, is I soft. Want, I wanted to use your. I don't want to use your good stuff. Holy Christ! You can smell the hash. That's really nice, huh? Mm -hmm. You're the first guest to bring their own cool smoking thing. This is. Can you smell the Moroccan in that? Let me smell. It kind of did smell. Yeah, it kind of does smell Moroccan. It's pine. Moroccan has a very distinct. Why is that though, right? That's because of how they harvest. Oh, it's usually shit. their epithelial that we get. <laughs> Explain to me what you just said. What's epithelials an epithelial? or skin cells. And that's what that is? Probably, because most Europe, like hash from those countries, a lot of times how they do it, like people run through the weed naked and then they scrape it off their bodies. Come on. Because it, it'll stick to you, right? It sticks to you. You that know resin. what it's like when you're working. Yeah, working with nugs. Have you, ever, have you ever trimmed? Only once. And fresh nugs, you need gloves on or your, your fingers oh, yeah, will be destroyed. Oh, yeah, just completely covered in black ash. Dude, it's, and yeah, you can take it off yeah. after, man. Okay, yeah. so you're telling me that a good portion of our hash is probably a nice... Oh, there's, there's there's got to be contaminants. No choice. Okay, yeah. It's hash. So, like that, this stuff is finger hash. Yeah. So... Literal finger hash. Yeah. You just press, eh? And press. Wow. And this is what it comes from. Really? Mm hmm This is one of our local guys for sure. Mike Baker down in Niagara. I don't know. Anytime uh, I think of Niagara. Puff, Puff Jam. Puff, is it Mike Puff he, something? No, that's the other uh, guy. Do you know the guy that has his uh, little kid? With him? You've been to Puff Jam, haven't you? No, no, I never went to Puff Jam. Okay, well... There's a guy there who has a little kid with him? Well, he was a little kid. And, he's a, probably not a little and, kid anymore. Yeah. Not a little kid. Man, that's really nice, eh? Okay. <laughs> What's the best way for me to put this in your pipe right now? Give me your, uh, your, give me your just, hash secrets. Okay, well, what I like to do is start off with a little bit of kith. So we're here smoking weed with our, with our guest Naomi today. I hope you've been enjoying so far. We're about to do what I refer to as the Naomi talk. When we used to chill at the lounge, there would be a pipe going around. Oh, I remember this one. So you heat it up and then you let you press a button and it like blasts yep. you. Oh my God. Naomi's it's such a fucking cool stoner. It's, uh, this is uh, like, a, have you ever smoked a steamroller? No. This is what it's called, a steamroller. I fucking hate all these weird internet ganja <laughs> grandmas now. because yeah, this, this, this is old. This. This is an old technology. The little like smash. Look at that. Look at that. She's got her own little Keef spoon, everybody. Okay, so people who are listening right now, Naomi is loading a, her own pipe that she brought with Keef that she's also going to put hash in because she doesn't like to just put hash. <laughs> we <laughs> well, can only it dream to be better, this cool. Right? If, you, uh... if you've got a bong. But we don't always got bongs on the go. Sorry, I was mixing it in my fingers to get it warm, but I don't if know. If we, uh, you want to hold it? Sure. Let's. If you want to, you just break it. I'll hold it, and you break it up into little pieces. Okay, you hold that. Just little, little tiny little chunks. Yeah. So you've got air flow in between. Okay, I'll just do it. So right now we're breaking up hash into a pipe, and uh, 
We're blessed, man. This is such a cool experience. Now and we, this is a La Fuma pipe. La Fuma and pipe? I, and if they're watching, I think I should be a rep in Canada. Because you use their <laughs> pipe all the time? Everybody who sees it and uses it loves it and wants one. Uh, yeah, I, as soon as I you pulled it out, I see and it. And I have right. a friend in Nova Scotia who actually went to the company and ordered it and got one. Okay, so. see... People used to do that when I first started bringing around fresh grinders. Okay. The little square grinder. We got I've got your here. first grinder. Do you actually? Yes. Holy Christ. You sent it to me in Nova Scotia. I was down there visiting my, my daughter. Oh my God. When I did that little run of grinders, yes. man. Holy shit, Naomi. I can tell you a secret. I, I, saw, I think because you kind of got in on it late or something and I got you one anyway. I didn't even give a shit. I think I canceled somebody else's order. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, no. I'm sending one and I owe me. Yeah, that's cool merch. I even <laughs> autographed it, I think, or something, man. Yeah, you cool. did. Naomi, man, that's a cool piece of merch. You just made my heart all fucking warm. <laughs> What'd you do during the 80s? What the hell was going on during the 80s in your life? The 80s, I was living in Windsor. Yeah. And working night shift. Man, Windsor's bikers party, and shit like that in the I, 80s? Oh, I lived right around the corner from them. <laughs> right? I was like, right, that's what Windsor's known for in the 80s. And uh, they were really great people to have us neighbors. <laughs> they really were. Yeah, no one fucks around. Oh, no, the I could leave my door wide open. And of course, nobody's robbing anything in, yeah. that close to it. I lived uh, in Walkerville in Windsor. Okay, so that's coming into Windsor, I've seen, right? Uh, if you come down Walker Road, it ends up at Lakeshore, I think it oh, is. Oh, wow, funny. And there's... Uh, um, before you hit the lakeshore, there's a road that leads into the... And you lived right there next to these bikers. Yeah. Hells Angels or some other loners? No, H.A.'s. Yeah. You're so fucking cool. She just called them H.A.'s. You're so hip. <laughs> that's because he grew up... That's because he lived next to them. Like, nah, it's the H.A.'s, man. They're nice. They put on barbecues in the summer. We go there, they have great weed. You ever smoke straight up biker weed? Like classic old school biker <gasps> weed? Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> have you ever been... <laughs> To the original cups. <laughs> no, man. Like, what's your cups? Which ones? <laughs> Excuse me, people here. <coughs> there used to. Um, so how do I do this? There used to be. You light it. Okay, then you press that button. Oh my god. <coughs> Anybody wow. want to try some? <laughs> yeah, you want to try our hash pipe? Does anybody in anybody? the studio want to try a hash pipe? Oh man, more this is the one. <coughs> It'll, uh, I your lung. Oh, this go is so for nice, it. Okay. Go for it. I actually think I might be high. It's been a while. <laughs> the studio gets you like that. That's the, amazing. Is the fresh paint? Is our yeah, it's our fresh paint and our money tree. <laughs> <coughs> 80s Windsor um, biker weed. <coughs> yeah. Well <coughs> when did you have your first kid? Uh, God, 83. Man, you've already lived your fucking life by the time you have kids. Yeah, of course. I wasn't going to mess my younger. Were you hip by your time's standard? Um, yeah, I guess so. I I never tried to be hip. It's of course just... not. It's just, but, but looking back now, you yeah. see what everyone imagines that time as. And that you're part of the counterculture, man. Well, and I'll tell you a story about Windsor, okay? Yeah, yeah. Like, we, I smoked weed. In those days. And I, my group of friends were bank managers. <laughs> was weed expensive? Um, $100 an ounce, I think, was standard. Wow, it hasn't really changed but that it, much. But it wasn't 
great weed. Okay? Yeah, okay. You're, you're looking at Mexican the seeds and but we found this great weed. And well what happened was my girlfriend uh was single. I was single, but I wasn't interested in dating because I the guy I was with was in jail. Yeah. So. <laughs> you, of course you're in Windsor. You live next to Hells Angels. Why wouldn't your boyfriend be in jail? It, it had nothing to do with Hells Angels. <laughs> I don't want to hear you. I don't want, you're still covering up no, for no. old Roddy or something. <laughs> no, he went psychotic and shot a guy. Oh, great. So, Such a Windsor thing to do. Jesus. Anyways. Shot him across the river in Detroit. Okay. Okay. Anyway, sorry. So, um, where was I going with this one? So your girlfriend. Oh yeah, yeah. So she put yeah. an ad in the paper for a boyfriend. Okay. So that really worked back in the day. Yeah, we had a system. She arranged to have a coffee with them, and we'd go in the restaurant. And when he come in, because he had to wear something that was recognizable, we'd assess him, and her daughter and I, and then we'd go out to the car and tell her whether he was worthy of her. Wow, that's so funny. <laughs> That works though. Oh, it worked. It worked better than what's happening now with these hookups that go on. Of course, you'd go in yeah. here, you'd scope them out. You had no idea who the fuck you are. You're like, yeah. this is the guy that mom's going to meet up with. No and, pictures. And you're talking to his daughter yeah. or her daughter or whatever. No way. No, no way. way. We're going to go tell her right He's now. This is my not stepdad. worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not going to be my stepdad. <laughs> I am not going to barbecues at this guy's house. Fuck this guy. That was about it. Well, what Anyways. would the ad say? Like 35 year old, tall female yeah. looking for a guy who enjoys. Yeah, you Led still Zeppelin. see those people ads in the paper yeah yeah in the personals personals yeah. i remember you actually would see good to honest people yeah. write stuff like that do you know where i i used to love reading craigslist personals <laughs> yes. i thought that was the funniest thing when i was a teenager that i also i honestly thought i should have had it in my act when i was younger because it was so funny oh, to, it is. It man is. you'd go at like two in the morning and you'd find really desperate people sometimes and you'd feel bad because it'd be like heartbroken many times just looking for someone that i can trust and you're like ah oh, for fuck's sakes man <laughs> craigslist at two in the morning is not gonna be the place that gets you the fucking love you're looking for you stoner okay but um anyway she met this guy what was that like so she meets this guy out of a fucking ad. Ad, and they hit it off no and they've got a really sweet relationship and they go to florida together and while they're in florida they Smoke some pretty, really super great weed. And he, <coughs> his name was Richard Cannell. Richard Cannell. Cannell. <coughs> and he had uh, lost, he had divorced the whole scene, right? And he had owned a corner store. Yeah. And he sold the corner store, but he held the fourth mortgage. Wow, what the fuck? So do you remember that? Uh, time in Canada, especially Ontario, when the mortgage rates skyrocketed to 20 percent. What is this? Twenty five percent. Late nineties. Yeah, I kind of remember that vividly. I'm a kid. Yeah, I do remember yeah. that being a part of a big discussion. A lot of people yeah, yeah. lost properties because they couldn't afford the mortgages. The like, and you couldn't all of a sudden put somebody's rent up like by two hundred bucks because wow. you know, and uh, <coughs> so he had lost his property and the mortgage and he had the only thing he had was forty thousand dollars so he's trying to how to i think he had twenty thousand left and he said how can i recoup the amount of money that i invested what is the quickest way well he thought about buying a, 
uh, a fifth wheeler, like a yeah, big transport to truck. Turn into something. But he didn't drive worth shit, right? So, so he's like, I'm going to do so, that? No. He so, got $20,000 worth of weed? Yeah. He went down to Florida and Where this good weed was. And bought weed, $20,000 worth of weed, came up to Canada. He was working at a factory, a Ford factory or something, and told one of the guys on the floor what he did. He was murdered for it. No way. Yeah, they found him at a truck stop on the 401 outside of Windsor, stabbed 17 times and not one of them fatal. He bled to death in his car. And he was there seven days. No, it's good. Yeah. Oh, it's fucked. Yeah. So that was my Windsor weed story. They but that killed weed, him for bringing up that much weed? Like because the guy wanted the weed. His coworker heard about it. Wanted the weed. Stole the weed from him and killed him. And uh, Imagine I, killing someone for a couple pounds of weed. I was quite common when you're desperate. You know, he probably had some debts he had to pay, and God knows. Maybe he was a... Well, a coke wasn't around, so he couldn't have been a cokehead. But I think those other drugs had been around for a long time. Morphine, Man, isn't that crazy to think heroin. of? This is such a cool part yeah. of the podcast right now. That uh, somebody would die over weed yeah. because we look at it as such an enjoyable thing and you never even think about how many people die over weird things like yeah. that. Somebody killed him because he told his coworker that he had some weed. You know, I got I brought that my weed. $20,000 worth of weed and it sold for how much, right? That's man, if you can he, buy 20 grand worth of weed, you're going to get like a gram at like 30 cents, man. It's fucking nuts. Yep. And it was dirt cheap. I don't know how many. Anyways, I'll tell you, um, we smoked that weed. <laughs> <laughs> we it called was, it the murder coach. <laughs> it was fantastic. It, it really was. It got all of Windsor High. <laughs> I, how I, much was a gram? If you were to go buy a gram, it would have been like five bucks, ten bucks. Around that, yeah. Nobody like uh, I used to buy ounces, right, for hundred bucks, and you're just uh, more regular to buy an ounce. Goddamn yeah. adults, give me an ounce. Well, like when you're in the profession I was, I couldn't go to a street dealer. God, I would okay. love to do the math on what the average person like you and I will spend for the rest of our lives on weed. Oh my lord! Isn't it wild to ever think about? Back when I was uh, working full time. And did not belong to a collective. Yeah. I was paying 200 an ounce and I was buying a quarter pound every two weeks. Every two weeks, a QP. Yes. Rolling joint after joint, yes. just getting high whenever you felt like it. Who yes. gives a shit? I'm an adult to do whatever fucking. It I was want. pain, right? Pain control. Like I, I smoke all the time. You were a patient? I'm, I'm medical. Even right now? Yeah. Didn't Chels also just get her, like, medical, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that fantastic? Yeah, she got... What does that mean in Ontario once you become medical? Well, uh, it means you can go through the government to buy your weed. And they and can send you weed to your you house can, for, like, at a it, discount? And that means that she can go work. And she's working at Hotbox. So she can work high? Well, no, she. they are not allowed to smoke when they're on duty. Oh man, I was it's like, like, like you, medical, can't, you right? can't you can't be smoking at the liquor store <laughs> and working. I'm just testing this wine, bud. <laughs> that, nice. Yeah, like we 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 need a sampler room. <laughs> man, when did weed really change? 
Well, in the 70s, the quality started to get better. Like, I'll tell you, we were in Halifax, right? Yeah. And, but I learned, when I was in Halifax, we learned that uh, the hash that we had been smoking had been laced with dog shit. No. <laughs> and I always thought that's why they called it Afghani. That's really weird. What? <laughs> Afghan. <laughs> why would it be dog shit though? Because it was black and went well with the hash, right? So it was just, it was like a filler. Like it it was discovered. I don't know if it was a legend or you know, but we we're I love shit like that though. We had tons of those neighborhood legendary drugs. But can you you know think about it? It could have been a, a Shetland they could have used, but I think yeah. I think they used a napkin, so but, they could call it a napkin. Well, this is from a poodle, so is this French hash? Or this, is this a French hash, or is this what is this? No, no, and this is Afghani. And if it's a Welsh corgi, is it? <laughs> this hash is very fancy. <laughs> I want you to know, Naomi. Like it's so it trippy to me. think that you've you've been able to watch we change and grow. Did you ever think it was going to be legal? I um, okay. The liberals tried it the first time under Trudeau. The United States threatened to put an embargo on like the Canada. original Trudeau. The original Trudeau. Okay, he tried to legalize it. Good um, dude or bad dude. I didn't like him. Um, I didn't like his. I do believe he was a separatist. Yeah. Okay. And I lived in Quebec at the time. And one of my neighbors, her um, uncle was the guy that was killed in that bomb. No. Yeah. We had a connection. Shut the fuck yeah. up. Holy and shit. Was, that's weird. And do you remember when Montreal was in lockdown and we had the curfew? I was living in Montreal. I was in nurses training. So and you're in Montreal dating, all of this crazy shit, yeah, the referendum stuff through, is going yeah. down. And when, um, this is the first, the FLQ uprising. Wow, the crazy. big riots and the kidnapping and the killing of the, the, uh, Canadian guy. That's pretty crazy shit. Yeah. And uh So what the fuck is everybody thinking in Quebec at that time? Um we were just trying to get through it. Like I was dating a guy work a sailor, uh, a, a Scotsman who was a electrical engineer and a so he was in port, so and we had a ten o'clock curfew that made our life rather <laughs> How do they enforce that? They literally just drive around and they see. Oh yeah, like, yeah. You were, you weren't out on the, the streets. Were everybody empty. knew the rules. Don't oh, do yeah, it. Oh yeah, you just didn't mess with it because the military were there. Trudeau called in the military. Man. So we had like but it was it wasn't like after him. Holy it wasn't shit. like Toronto with the uh, Mel Lastman. I was here for that one. Too, oh, when he calls in the military yeah, for the snow. Yeah, for the snow. Okay, I was, so I'm a little I was kid working that through Man. that up in Vaughan, and I lived at Wellesley and Parliament, and I got to work, and I got home, and I got to work again. Was the snow summer. actually that bad? Yeah, I. Uh, when I finished my shift in Bonn at seven in the morning, I had to walk in uh, up to my knees in yeah, snow. Yeah, classic. Out probably about half a mile out to Steels. Wow, just to get on like TTC? And there was no TTC. Everything's shut down. So I got a 
Finally got a cab oh, God. to take me over to Young. It cost me 25 bucks or something. At the time, it was still a time. pretty good cab. And there was a restaurant, and I still think it's still there, just above Steel's that's open 24 hours. I don't know. I can't think of it. It's on the right-hand side about half a block up from Steel's. I think that I think there is still a 24-hour yeah. like, so thing there. I <laughs> got the cab to drop me there. I went in, had breakfast, and about... Do you work of, night shift? I was working night shift. Yeah. I always think about that. Did but you hate it or did you I like it? I enjoyed it. I think yeah. I would enjoy yeah. it too. I like my daytime. So I wouldn't mind going home, sleeping for a couple of hours. You wake up, it's daytime. You enjoy the afternoon with my everybody whole, and you go to work. My whole 30s, I did night shift. I told you, I partied all day. I'd go sleep for maybe two hours. And then you just go, go to work. Go party till like 10, 10 30, and then go to work. Well, 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 like, because at nighttime, and you don't really have night that shift, many. Night shift. I could smoke at the nursing station yeah, in of those course. days. And I was in my. Uh, you could smoke at the nursing station. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to glaze <laughs> over that because that's <laughs> oh, in, inside doctors, the hospital. Oh God. Doctors had cigars in their hand opening and like dressing. Well, yeah, yeah. And the ashes would fall on the wood. Oh, and you kind of just be like, oh. Uh, and that guy never got an infection, but this fastidious gay guy was like, he's in, his head infection rate was really high. Holy or the old shit. guy with a cigar, you know. <laughs> I cannot imagine how fucking wild that was. <laughs> oh, we had. Uh, was it weird when people were, were told to stop smoking? Like, when did people stop smoking in hospitals? Oh, that was hard. That was hard. It was really, really hard on the patients. That was in the 80s. And they're like, no more smoking in hospitals. The, the, the proof is in. It's fucking everywhere. No, you had to go to the lounge first. You there had was a smoking rooms that they oh, were yeah. allowed to smoke in. Okay? Hey, you know, I'm, I'm young, but I can remember smoking rooms inside of Tim Hortons and Coffee Times where you'd walk in and there'd yeah. be a glass room where everyone would be smoking. I can remember my cousin smoking and even passing me you a, like- You could hardly see him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'd be pretty puffy yeah, yeah. in there, man. It'd be a gross room. It was it a was gross totally room. It was gross. When you went from the fresh air of the, the wherever the fuck yeah. you were, even when you got close to those rooms, they already reeked. Holy <laughs> shit, what a trip down memory lane, the glass enclosures. I seen those in oh, Vegas. Yeah. They have them at the airport. Oh yeah, so okay. but they had, and I we had this ninety, I think it was ninety two year old first world war vet. I worked in a veterans memorial building. Okay, it was this building was cursed. I ended up sick from that place and never went to back to hospital work ever again because of the uh, the what? air quality. Yeah, it was horrible, but uh, beautiful place. But no air exchange with the outside. <laughs> What's the worst place you ever worked at? Like, you don't have to say the name. Somebody's home. Somebody's home. Yeah. You just walked in and it was just a disaster? No, it was the mother hovering over and the son um, was, he was uh, challenged. Yeah. But he had never been disciplined. He so would rip your glasses off. No. Without provocation. Like you'd be doing something with him, like giving him a feed because he had to be too fed through his stomach. And she used to make his food too, which was another gross thing. And you had to try to squish uh, ground up meat and peas and potatoes through a, a tube thing. Tube. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you're my, so my, fucking you know, funny. I got really strong. Of course, you're like, mm, you like those peas and carrots. <laughs> and then you know, oh, God, this is gross. <laughs> you know, 
every nurse is actually an actor, you know. We have to be. My cousin said that to me once. My cousin mm. uh, Kim is a nurse, and she said, "You don't know how much you just have to put on a regular face yep. and pretend like whatever you're going through is normal." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" She's like, "You just walk into a situation, you don't know what the fuck is going on, but you can't you can't let the person yeah. know that." Can you remember some of those situations? Oh God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what are some Most of, of them are, are funny. Most of them, Even I remember not, I more of the funny ones than the like. I I remember um, we had this old guy. Who's a patient? This is in Montreal. I worked on orthopedics, yeah, and plastic surgery. And uh, this ninety-two-year-old trying to grab the nurse's ass because <laughs> we had our uh, rooms, ninety-two. Our rooms were like four beds, right? And the beds had a curtain. You remember the curtains in between the beds? <coughs> it's just, just a curtain and maybe this much that room. Doesn't, that doesn't happen to you. Uh, they try to avoid it because that's how infections spread. Shut you know? up, really? If you think about it. Oh nurse, my God, that's nurse so comes in, grabs the curtain. Man, always that little yeah. sound. Yeah. Everybody always had a curtain. Anytime yeah. I think of my grandfather's dying, it's all yeah. in this curtain, yeah. quiet little room. Yeah, curtain. Some other guy is dying next yeah. to yeah. him. You can hear him coughing. Yeah, and he's under a curtain. Dude, you would always <laughs> whisper about him. You'd whisper about him, you know? <laughs> what the fuck's he got? <laughs> Not like <laughs> He's sick like that too. We're all in here? Yeah. What the fuck are we all doing in here? <laughs> it's like, it's, it's like, anyways. That's so funny, man. The conversation uh, next to the person dying when you're with your yeah, dying yeah, person. Yeah, you're with your dying person. It always happens. Like the, I was at my last time in the hospital after I got hit by the bread truck. That's fine. <laughs> I was in um, St. Mike's. Yeah, classic. In a semi-private, okay? Okay. And I don't know if it was male or female next to me. I have no idea. Just behind a curtain. Just behind a curtain. And like I insisted to get up and go to the bathroom the next day, they wanted me to use a bedpan. <laughs> no way. Like, <laughs> yeah, what's that like? Because you worked in a hospital yeah. for years. You're like, I know I yeah, can say yeah. yes or no to whatever the fuck I want here. <laughs> Anyways, I got up and went to the bathroom and went. I was out of there in three days. And oh, did, did you not know they sent a um, geriatric... Uh, addiction specialist in to see me of course you're an old cannabis user because <laughs> 20 grams of cannabis is an awful lot of cannabis is that to what use you, in a day yeah. is that what you told so the user is that yeah, your medical that's, that's, license that's my license i've got an actual prescription do you smoke 20 grams yes i pretty much do yeah holy so, fucking shit man. like uh, if i'm not smoking a joint i'll be like i can i'll do dabs every now and again or eating something i've got man that's so cool do you take naps though no holy no. shit i'll take a shot of this rso yeah if you don't know what rso is and you're listening it's rick simpson oil rick simpson oil is the most full everything it has everything that you could hope to god cannabis has in it to help the human body it's a wild oil look into mm. it rick simpson oil says he can cure pretty much anything with it and Alan park is a testament to that i have i roll with pre-rolled filters okay and yeah, i yeah. use a sushi mat to with, roll wow classic just like you would roll but yeah. i've got the sushi mat to hold yeah, yeah. it in place like a probably like a dollar bill or something that's hilarious but it gives me stability and to keep the size uniform i have these pre-rolled filters these things yeah they're so nice and i can't them. find them in the city anymore but i know that hibibi they 
sell them. So I ordered 10 of them. Amazing. 10 bags, and they're really, they're decent. And you saw this. And they just come like that? This is, they come in paper bags, like in sacks, but I put them in a... A little, like, to-go container. Mr. Kush VIP gummy (laughs) container. Shout out to Mr. Kush, that's a homie. (laughs) And uh, so he has, on his website, he also has cannabis products. Yeah, yeah. So he had cherry oil. What's the cherry oil like? The cherry oil is, uh, well, the packaging is, okay. You see the color of it? Yeah, it's a dark oil. Yeah, it's uh you wanna taste it? How do I do it? Just in, just like under the tongue kind of thing? On the finger? Yeah. It's so thick. Drop a little knuckle in it. Oh my gosh, so thick. I can't taste it. Could also rub it on your joint too. Like oily. It's oily. You put it on, just uh, scrape it off on your teeth and then your tongue will. Yeah, I see what you're saying. That is a better way instead of rubbing it on the bottom. Man. It is the mucous membranes that absorbs it, mind you. You told me about that one one day. I was like, does that really work? You're like, of course. That's how you get high, Margarita, is your thin membranes. I was like, what? You're like, yeah, put it under your tongue. You were were doing oils back in the day. Oh, yeah. You already had oils before anybody had oils and tinctures and all that kind of shit. Oh, yeah, they made oil. I I grew uh, Holy fuck, that's so strong, huh? (laughs) I I grew. What the (laughs) fuck? You gave me nothing. I can't believe how strong that is. I I grew, um, I think, three... I don't know how many plants, but my basement was loaded with weed. Just okay. full cannabis plants, full different cannabis, strains, yeah. whatever the fuck. We plants. had uh, a couple. A friend of mine gave me seeds. She was an Australian who was over here uh, singing. I don't know if she's still here or not. I can't. Even she remember was singing her name. here. Yeah, she, she was growing sure. some weed too. And she brought seeds from Australia. Good weed. Australia's got it. NIMBY. Wherever the fuck yeah. else will oh, be yeah. there. Oh, yeah. My girlfriend went there and brought me back stuff. And, Fucking Nimby. Yeah. Nimby, Australia. And she, anyways, we grew the seeds. And this plant wow. was freaking gorgeous. That was gorgeous. Anyways, that those that crop saved my life because I ended up, with the last crop, I ended up having to have emergency surgery. Yeah. And couldn't work for three to four months. And, and, with and no weed. income. So the weed paid the rent. Uh, paid the utility bills. I got a bad credit rating because oh, best way to to preserve your identity. Yeah, bad credit rating. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> How who the hell wants to steal my no, identity? What's that? Four ten. Get the fuck out of here. You can't buy a house with my name on top. <laughs> fuck Naomi. You know we have to end this shit, and I wish we didn't. We barely even like got there. You totally blazed over. She said she got hit by a bread truck. Oh, yes, you know yes, what? Yes. That's because oh, I know yeah. her personally. I didn't even think about it. You want me to talk about the bread truck injury? It was a wonder bread truck, and I have celiac disease. Yeah. So which, which is means what? I'm allergic to wheat. No. <laughs> the irony in all of it. Oh, you don't want to eat us? We'll kill you another way. Oh, yeah. oh wonder bread truck hit you right outside of Vapor, right? Right downtown? No, it was down right at the corner of my house. It was right by your house. I thought yeah, you got hit downtown. 6.30 in the morning. Shut the fuck up, man. On my way to work. That's why you got to stay yeah. in bed. What the fuck? This tree just scared the shit out of me. Listen. <laughs> 
<laughs> you got in at six in the morning. Yes. Instead of, you know, and normally you're sleeping at six in the morning. No, no, no. I was on my way to work, and I picked. I my phone was on the charger. This, you never went back to work after this, did you? <laughs> no, couldn't. Anyway, so I threw my phone on my purse because yeah. I'd been at um, a party at uh, at uh, Planet Paradise. You were at the a night party. Before. Yeah. How old are you? Uh, seventy-two. <laughs> if there's a weed party, I'll be there. You're the fucking <laughs> I'll best. Pro- I'll provide. So I'm coming out of this party. I'll, I'll provide the acid, the mushrooms, <laughs> and the balloons. <laughs> the balloons, man. The balloons and safety first. Okay, so you're coming out of this party. It's, it's you're coming out of the party early morning. No, no, I uh, had when I had been at the party that night. Yeah, so yeah. I had slept in a little bit. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just grabbed my phone, threw it in my purse. Went to the bus stop, went to cross the street to catch the bus when this bread truck decided to cut his turn really sharp right into me. And next thing I knew, I'm lying on the ground on the railway tie. No way. Yeah, on the uh, holy westbound railway tie, too, which means that he hit me. He was going in. He went into the wrong lane. He hit you so fucking hard. Yeah. Anyways, um, does he does he stay? He stays on site. Yeah, yeah. The first thing he said, I didn't see you, which I couldn't say in court. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't see you. <laughs> I saw him when I looked like. It's funny. We had eye contact just as he hit me. Eh? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like that one second. Yeah. It's like, so I still don't know if he lost his license or anything, or if he's still driving. He's probably about yeah. 20 you never years find old. out about that stuff. No, no. Do you know that I was part of a road rage incident one time, and 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 nothing. I never found yeah. out what happened. You yeah. got hit by a bread truck in your late sixties. Yeah, I was uh, 69? 69 going on 70. Holy when, shit. I remember that being I was, years. I had... Oh, I, you had a broken arm or something. Yeah, I, oh, well, in my recovery, I fell off my electric bike. Oh, yeah. And did a spiral fracture, which normally takes surgery and a rod, okay, to heal. They put me in a weighted cast yeah. for two weeks. And then I had a brace. Yeah, your, your and, weed recovery. Mm-hmm. Look at that. And no, like I got a bulge where the bone grew. Sure. And I have osteoporosis. So your bones hurt? It means that my bones are porous. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they're they're, they're Yeah, I don't take up because I have celiac disease, which prevents me from taking up calcium and different things. So I have to have iron, like I have to have B12 injections and all this shit. Naturally, just just put into you. But I heal so friggin' fast, like that incision. You're this, a trippy person. You got hit by a fucking like, bread truck in your 60s. Yeah. And you laugh about it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, I, I think the irony is hilarious. Because <laughs> Celiac disease. <laughs> You're allergic to wheat? Okay, here you go. Here you go. <laughs> we'll Actually, <get> you. <laughs> Jeff Paul used that quite a lot. I love that, though. <laughs> okay. Okay, perfect. Is that like a cutaway point? Can you edit back in? We didn't even try any weed. That's what happens. Okay. I didn't even tell you about my days at G13. And I was. I was. I was excommunicated. You see? We have more stories. From the cannabis. We're going to post this and people are going to lose their fucking minds, first of all. Especially because you said masks. 
or don't work. There's just people frothing at the most waiting for my, like Danielle, my wife is uh, like, she's heavy into the conspiracy right now. So she's like, masks are for sure not working. Mike, it doesn't make any sense. People are touching. She says all the time, people are touching their face. Yep. That defeats the whole purpose. The germs are right there now and on your face. You're going to get, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But we're going to save it for another interview. I'll come get you another day. Okay. We'll do uh, my Naomi part two. That was already really good. Holy shit, people are going to love you. I'm happy that we got insight into who you are. Everybody knows you from the outside, but now they know you a little bit about you. <laughs> now you'll come back again? Definitely, yeah. You're the best. Thank you for coming down. I thought it would be really intimidating, but it's uh No, it's man, you know, man, you know I wouldn't do yeah. that. It was easy freezy, man. Yeah. Okay, we'll have you back. That's been our interview. That's been Mike Rita Sessions, our, our Naomi yeah. Poli. You can follow her, but don't follow her. <laughs> you, you can, I don't post anything. Yeah, so I know. No she lives a very chill, normal life. She doesn't try to be, you know, anybody. I don't, want, I don't care if I have you're, to us, 10, you're the original followers. Ganja grandma, even me. though there's a bunch of weird ganja grandmas <laughs> Do you know now? how many Jesus on the coaches I've had? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. I've even had them behind the coach. <laughs> <laughs> right under my dining room table we're gonna start rolling the credits you know i love that as we wrap up that's been our show you want to get a picture, yeah, we'll get a picture. naomi's our guest man oh we got a couple more one two three oh, once we baked that ash got to me that cherry oil one more what is cherry oil all right